Hi guys and welcome to the newly formatted What's Wrong With Your Podcast. I am your host, the big LB, the baby effing face, Luke mother flipping Barry. And thank you so much for joining me here. Uh, as I say, this is going to be a new journey. It's reformatted. I think... I was putting too much pressure on myself and on the listeners as well to put out some new content every week, put out something new, put out something creative, put out a song, put out a whatever. Whereas this, I want to make it a bit more casual, a bit more fun, a bit more with the what's wrong with your mantra. I'm going to be adding in interviews as well. This episode does not have an interview, but my plan is to do a check-in episode every Friday. We talk about a few things. On this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about what's wrong with your elephants, what's wrong with your ice cream men, and what's wrong with your Harry. Houdini and in part three of this podcast we're going to be checking in with all you people finding out what's wrong with you because you asked me some questions online over the last few days and I'm going to try my best to answer as many of them as I possibly can. I'm really excited about this new venture with this podcast because I love talking shite, I love having a laugh and I love talking about weird stuff and that's exactly what I'm planning to do. If you have any weird stories send them my way. If you want me to answer uh, any of your questions send them my way. We can do it anonymously, we can have you on to talk we can do anything this is your podcast as much as it is mine we're trying to free up what's going on up here stick it out into the world and see what kind of fun we can have with it find out what the hell is wrong with us along the way so um yeah that's it really this week has been a fun one for me i suppose i've been feeling very creative i've been pumping out content i've been on loads of different podcasts i was on a uh, page 180 podcast with Ger Leggett. I was talking about yellow jackets on that. So if you want to check that out, that was good fun. Um, I was on um, the Five Marks podcast, which is out uh, Saturday. So that's tomorrow after this one is released. Um, talking about RCW, which I'm actually wearing right now. And uh, talking about just my career in, in terms of wrestling and what I've done around wrestling and that kind of thing. And uh, obviously we have this podcast and I have the Shindig podcast, which is an archaeology podcast that I produce, edit and also feature on a little bit as well. So I've been very busy with podcasting, but next to that... I was also throwing out loads of um, sketches and stuff this week. I have one sketch that got something like 10,000 views in total, which is six seconds long. And what it is, is I came on just saying, if it's lovely dry weather, why are my balls so wet? And this kind of got like 6,000 views, which is really fun to me for a six second video to get that amount of views. Um, I made the joke that my balls are actually longer than that video are, which is true. I have very long balls, but I think that's a story for another time. We could do a full long balls episode. My, my, my balls literally reach the top of my kneecap. This is not an over-exaggeration. I have long-ass balls. Long balls, Barry. That's what I am. Um, let me know the length of your balls, guys. We can have an entire ball chat. This is what we can do on the What's Wrong With Your podcast. Is what's wrong with you that you have exceptionally long balls? Me too. Let's discuss it. Let's talk about it. And what's wrong with you? Um, but it's summertime. It's, it's very much summertime. And that's what that video is really about, that. Irish people do and say a lot of weird stuff in summertime. Grand stretch in the evening is the one that always gets mocked. Uh, Ooh, lovely weather for drying, that kind of stuff. Um, but the thing that I'm noticing in teenagers is groups of teenagers need to make up their mind about what weather they're, um, they're supporting or, I suppose, feeling. Because I saw numerous groups of teenagers over the last week where one member of the group is completely topless, which is ridiculous, and then 
Another member of the group is wearing a hoodie and a woolly hat, which is equally as ridiculous. Um, and they need to make up their mind about what weather we're supposed to be in. And I need to not be a man in my mid-30s giving out about teenagers and how they dress. Because I, I don't like that I'm becoming that person. I don't like that they're making me become that person. They'd want to actually start their lives out. Um, put on more or less clothes, depending on which person in that group that they are. It's uh, it's it's very sad that I, I have to become this way. Um, I was going to make a joke about... There's, I was reading the news the other day, because I can read. Yeah, I can read. So what? Uh, I'm boasting, am I? Am I boasting that I can read? Yeah, but I'm showing off. I'm showing off that I can read. But, um, yeah, there, there's a family in Mumbai. There, hang on, let me read my notes here. There's 13 people died. Yeah, look at it. 13 family members die after reading suspected... Toxic porridge. 14 person said that the porridge was just right though. Bit of you, Murphy. <laughs> Goldilocks jokes. Right here on the newly formatted podcast. That's what you came for. You came here for Goldilocks jokes, guys. And you absolutely love it, you dirty sluts. Right, let's get on to the second section where we find out what's wrong with a few things. See you there in a second. <gasps> Alright folks, let's find out what's wrong with a few people. What's wrong with you, ice cream men? Ice cream men are getting embarrassed, apparently. What could possibly embarrass an ice cream man? An ice cream man walks around with a paper hat, driving a van that has Goofy or Popeye or something drawn on the top, called Mr. Swirls-a-Lot or some shit, and this man is getting embarrassed by flakes. Why is he embarrassed by flakes? Because they're getting rid of the Cadbury's flake. This is something that we need to worry about. This could potentially ruin our summer, guys. We need to get out in the streets and we need to revolt against them trying to get rid of the Cadbury's flake. Why are they getting rid of the Cadbury's flake? Here's why. Because it's crumbling. It's breaking. It's embarrassing the ice cream man. And I'm with them. I'm with them on this one. The alternative is supposedly to start using German chocolate. I don't want this. We need the Cadbury's flake. Cadbury's flake in a, a 99 is all you want. Nobody wants a, a, a 99 without a Cadbury's flake in it. It's the best flake in the world. The only better flake is flaking it in Troll Oh, lads. Lad banter on the podcast. I don't, I don't like that joke. Um, I'm leaving it in there because I'm trying to reach a broader audience, I suppose. So I'm going to leave it in there, guys. If you don't like that joke. Yeah, take it up with my lawyers. I don't have any lawyers. I'm I don't have any lawyers. Sue me if you want. I don't care. Don't sue me, guys, okay? But um ice cream men are getting embarrassed by this, supposedly, according to a broadsheet newspaper that I read this in. What is going on that we're reporting this in newspapers, first of all? But I if I was an ice cream man, I'd be very annoyed too. Ice cream men are a strange thing. When I was younger, we used to chase ice cream vans. Um like like dogs chasing a car it was really strange and one time for absolutely no reason the ice cream van just stopped dead and my friend just slapped straight into the back of it smacking face to face with Popeye dropped onto the ground nose bleeding lips bleeding the ice cream man got out in a panic he was on the ground screaming ice cream I said oh my god are you okay are you okay and what my friend said eight years old and me crying laughing next to him after splatting into the back of an ice cream van he said you need to bring me to the hospital which made me almost wet my pants and release leave myself on the floor next to an ice cream van because I got the image in my head of my friend being brought to hospital inside of an ice cream van that was going ding 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 zooming into the accident emergency at 100 miles an hour an ice cream man running out 
covered in red stuff all over him here saying we need to get this man stat and everyone thinks that he's covered in blood but it's actually just strawberry sauce or some shit and these image of this happening made me cry with laughter as a child ice cream men we salute you you are the real heroes of the summer and i'm with you and i will stand with you to the end cadbury's bring back the original flake i do not want a 99 without a cadbury's flake and i'm not having any of that crumbly shit we all love elephants right wrong elephants What's wrong with ya? An elephant never forgets. Everybody wants to hug the giant elephant. Elephants have big floppy ears and lovely little noses. And we all want to give them little cuddles and stuff. No, we don't. They're evil, unforgetting, vengeful bastards. And this has never been proven more true than in India. About six months ago, a woman was getting water from a well when according to a news source, an elephant appeared from out of nowhere. I'm not sure how an elephant can appear from out of nowhere. I think this new source might have been lying, but the elephant appeared from out of nowhere and trampled this woman, killed her to death. It killed her to death, this elephant did. And then he left, went back off to whatever he was doing, probably disappeared into the nowhere that he came out of. The woman died, she had her funeral, and then at the funeral, this same elephant showed up took the woman's body, threw it up into the air, and smashed her around a bit. Here's the part of this story that I found interesting, besides the fact that elephants never forget and will literally come back and destroy you at your funeral if they don't like you. It said in it, after the elephant was gone, the family were able to proceed with the ceremony. That's insane. That's an absolutely wild thing to do. If I'm at a funeral and an elephant runs into the church and smashes up a coffin, that funeral's over. There's no topping that. There's no amount of drunk ants dancing and singing inappropriate songs about British invasions that are going to ever top an elephant smashing up something. You cannot proceed. But here's what we need to remember, guys. Everything. Because elephants are remembering everything and they're coming for us. Whether we're alive or whether we're dead, the elephants are going to fuck us up and dance on our graves. Elephants, you're bad ones. We don't like you anymore. Now we're moving on to me. Luke Barry, what's wrong with ya? So, I recently got a promotion in work. Part of this promotion means that I have to do a lot more stuff. And obviously... I'm an Irish man, I have a little bit of anxiety and I'm a little bit crazy. So imposter syndrome started to creep into me. Why am I doing this job? Should I be doing this job? Am I capable of doing this job? It's imposter syndrome to a massive level. And this got me thinking about imposter syndrome and how bad it must have been for magicians and mediums during the era of Harry Houdini. Now it would have been bad enough to exist at a time where one of the greatest to ever do it was around. But even worse than that, Harry Houdini was batshit crazy. Harry Houdini, what's wrong with ya? Harry Houdini would show up at mediums uh, that he thought weren't doing a great job. We're scamming people, we're ripping people off. Which guys, by the way, is every medium. Harry Houdini would show up in disguise and he would sit in the audience near the end of the trick or of the mind reading or of the whatever paranormal thing the medium was doing, Houdini would stand up in his disguise, say, this man is a fraud. Here's why. 
tell them exactly what he did. The audience say, who the hell is this guy? How does he know? And he'd rip off his disguise and say, it's me, Harry Houdini. And the audience would applaud and understand that this man was a fraud. Can you imagine the stress you must be under going to work thinking that Harry Houdini could be in the audience in disguise and jump out at any minute and ruin your entire fucking career? I work in an archaeology company where I do social media. This for me would be like a filmmaker showing up. It would be like Martin Scorsese coming and pretending to be an archaeologist and then in the middle of it just going, you're not filming this right you absolute cunt and then ripping off his glasses, ripping off his fake nose and moustache and jacket and going, it is I, Martin Scorsese. You are a fraud of a filmmaker. You are a fraud in the entertainment business. Be gone. And you have no choice but to absolutely fuck off and never come back to that medium ever again that medium ever again I meant medium as in where you're working but we're talking about mediums I'm on a roll guys this is called the flow state I don't even know what I'm saying anymore and it's coming out absolutely perfectly I'm talking shit so there you go we have Harry Houdini we have me we have elephants that kill people and then come back and dance in their graves and we have ice cream men that are embarrassed the world what's wrong with ya Let's find out when we go into the next section where we hear what's wrong with you and we answer some of your sexy little questions. Mm. I got a lot of nice questions this week um, on Instagram. and I, I, This is something that I love doing. In any podcast I used to do before, I'd always ask for audience questions. And it's an awful lot of fun because it it's a way for me to figure out what you want to hear um, in a marketing sense. But it's also just an awful lot of fun to get weird questions from people. So I'm going to try and answer as many of these as I can. Um, So the first question I got was, what memory cringe at you out the most? I assume that means what memory cringes you out the most. Um, Let me think, let me think, let me think. When was I most embarrassed? Okay, here's a memory that cringes me out a lot. It's not something that affects me in terms of my life. But the fact... Have you ever told a lie that's very obviously a lie? And afterwards you go... No one no one believed that lie. I don't know why I told that. But I once, I once broke up with a girl. Because I wanted to break up with her. That's just the way it was. But I didn't have the guts to just say... I don't think this relationship was working. So I told her... That a doctor told me. <laughs> I told her that a doctor told me that I was doing too much and that I was getting overtired and um, I needed to cut some things out of my life. And obviously, I couldn't cut out work or college or anything like that. So that just meant that I had to cut her out of my life. And I said that to her. She took it really well. And then afterwards, I thought to myself, she didn't believe that. <laughs> No one would believe that. It is the worst lie ever. Thinking about that cringes me out because I I was about 19 to be fair. But that kind of a lie, I think at the time that you're a genius and then afterwards it's just, mm, it's a horrible, horrible lie. Uh, But yeah, funny. Um, What's your favourite conspiracy theory? This is a good one. My favourite conspiracy theory is not one that I actually believe it's uh, lizards one that that there's a secret society of lizards ruling the world it's a fantastic conspiracy theory if you haven't heard it before look into it david ike who is a madman with most things he, he's who kind of made this i suppose famous in the 90s and or noughties um 
talks about the, the royal family in Britain being lizards and, and many people throughout history being lizards. And it's a fascinating, fascinating conspiracy theory. If you're looking at it for purely entertainment value, if you believe it, you're a nutcase. Um, but it's based in the fact that lizards or some form of lizard have been present in all of... Um, literature and all of history and all hieroglyphs and all that kind of stuff and that there's these visions that people have of lizards uh, now but it's it's that any aliens or any of that kind of life form that we think we believe in are probably lizard people that have been with us throughout history who have a higher they're a higher being effectively um so yeah that's my favorite conspiracy theory um, I'd love to do an entire episode on that with somebody sometime. I love conspiracy theories. I, I don't necessarily believe them, but I find them so, so interesting. Um, who would you wrestle if you had one more match? That's a tough one. If I had one more match, I, I'd have to wrestle somebody from Ireland, I think. Uh, Raven Creed. If I had one last match, Raven Creed would be who I'd wrestle. Because uh, I'd want her to actually kill me so that I could never do it again. Um, and I think she would. I think she'd accept that challenge. But yeah, that, that's, I think, who I would have a match with. Who would you fight, celebrity? Who would you fight, celebrity? I assume they're saying, which celebrity would I fight? Not calling me a celebrity, which actually I'll take. I am a celebrity. And um, what celebrity would I fight? Um, King Charles. Why not? Let's kick the shit out of him. Oh, this one's good. How do you know if a guy is interested in a girl or not? Uh, I think guys are more obvious than girls with these things. Guys will tend to make it obvious. They'll show you a little bit of attention, whether it's negative or whether it's positive. They will make you the centre of their focus. Um, and that's how it's obvious when a guy fancies a girl. When a girl fancies a guy, I find it a little bit harder to judge. Um, they, they always say with the body language and playing with the hair for a girl fancying a guy. But I think guys are more easily read in terms of their language, in terms of where they send their focus. But yeah, I think I think a guy will give you his attention. He will focus on you. If he's not giving you his attention, he's probably not liking you for the right reasons. There we go. There's some advice. Uh, so, right. If we left you and Justy in a room together for one hour, who would be the first to go crazy? Uh, Justy is my commentary partner in RCW and uh, Irish, face of Irish wrestling, basically. Um, Justy would go crazy because I would drive him absolutely insane by trying to make puns to outdo his puns. And he'd probably go insane and kill me. So, yeah. The red pill or the blue pill? Morpheus, I'll be having none of it. I'm not going into that Matrix shit. Uh, who is the real wrestling goat? Greatest of all time wrestler. So, for me... My favourite wrestler of all time is right here. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Uh, but does that mean I think that he's the greatest of all time? Possibly not. He's my favourite, definitely. Uh, my nostalgic favourite. Him, Brett, always the two of them. Would be Brett Hart, would be my, my favourite. But if I had to say greatest of all time, not necessarily for his outside of the ring work, but inside of the ring work, I'd probably go with Ric Flair. Everything he does is absolutely perfect. Um... In the ring, obviously. He's a fantastic wrestler and I love him uh, as a wrestler. So, yeah, those are all the questions I got asked this week. There's two wrestling questions there, which is great. I love hearing them. If you have any questions for me, send them to me on my social medias on uh, Twitter, on Instagram. I am at the big LB. That's 
T-H-E-B-I-G-E-L-B-E-E. LB, creating buzz worldwide. Boom. Yeah, so this has been the What's Wrong With Your podcast, newly formatted What's Wrong With Your podcast. Let me know what you think of it. Let me know if you've enjoyed it. Let me know what you'd like to see. Let me know if there's any features you'd like me to do. Anything you'd like me to talk about. I'm loving it. I'm having an absolute blast talking absolute bollocks it's what i love to do it's what i'm good at doing and i like doing it so hit me up let me know what you think let me know what you liked why you didn't like if there's anybody you'd like this here on my plan is this i'm going to release a podcast like this every friday on the first monday of every month i'm going to release a long form interview podcast the long form interview podcast will be me asking guests what they think is what's wrong with them the reason i'm doing this is because my doctor uh, prescribed me social occasions he told me to help with my anxiety I need to be more sociable I don't always have the time to go out I don't always have the time to go places so my plan is to in this little room chat to people on these screens talk to them see what they're up to hear what's wrong with them what's interesting about them what's fun about them in an attempt to figure out what's wrong with me and what better place to start this Monday coming than with an interview with my best pal my buddy Dwayne Dugan Dwayne is a comedian Dwayne is um, a graphic designer who's designed for a lot of famous companies and a lot of famous wrestlers and people, celebrities in general, loads of stuff. Um, And he was the best man at my wedding. One of the best men at my wedding. I've known him since we were 15. We've been involved with each other in lots of different creative endeavours. We talk a little bit about that, talk a little bit of shite. It's a good interview that I attempt to make him uncomfortable in. And I think I fail, but I don't know. Um, We'll see. It's going to be released Monday coming on this feed, on YouTube, on Spotify, on iTunes. Please give me a follow. Please give me a subscribe. Leave a rating and a review. Let people know about this podcast. On uh, YouTube, if you're watching, leave a comment below. Let me know that you're here. On Spotify, on uh, iTunes, leave me a review. Let me know that you're here. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Luke Barry. What's wrong with you?